0: Hi friends, this is Megan, and you're listening to the She Lives Purposely podcast, where we encourage women to love Jesus and live purposely in every area of life. Hey friends, and welcome back to the She Lives Purposefully podcast. My name is Megan. I am the founder of She Lives Purposefully and the host of this podcast, and I am so excited that you are here, whether it is your first time or you have binged the entire I was going to say series, but basically all of our episodes, (laughs) I, yeah, I'm just so stoked that you're here and so encouraged by it. I would love if you could take the time to subscribe and write a review, it would be such an encouragement and such a help for me and also for anybody who is wondering if they should listen to the She Lives Purposely podcast and gets to hear what you said about it, um, it's just super helpful, so I appreciate it if you would do that. I am so stoked for today's episode, you guys. I get to have on the founders of The Giving Manger, and today's episode is just basically all about giving, it's about Christmas, and really just gets us right into the Christmas spirit, so I'm so stoked and I can't wait for you guys to give it a listen. So without further ado, here is my conversation with Allison and Lisa from The Giving Major. You guys, I am so excited for today's episode. Today, I have um, these incredible guests on, the founders of The Giving Manger, Allison and Lisa. They are sisters, um, and I just am so excited to be able to chat with them about everything that they're doing and just the topic of giving. So hi, you guys. Welcome to my podcast, and thank you so much for hopping on. Thanks for having us. So oh, excited to be here. Oh, I'm so excited that you guys are here. Um, let's get to it right from the get-go. Can you guys tell me just a little bit um, about The Giving Manger, how that started, um, and yeah, just where where this idea came from?
1: Well, it is The Giving Manger, a little tradition that you do with your family during the month of December, and what you do is you set out, it all comes in a little set, and um, So you set out a little manger in a space that's really visible in the home and it includes a book that tells the story of the family, kind of doing this tradition, getting the kids really excited. And then every time someone in the family does something kind for someone, they take a little piece of straw that's included and they just put one little piece of straw in the manger. And then what you're doing is you're just working together as a family to create a really soft bed for our little baby Jesus. And what we like to do is bring out our baby Jesus on Christmas day and put him in that manger that's just full of pieces of straw that are all these kind deeds that we have done together as a family and really talk about Christ and his life and how we, you know, we able to live a little, you know, live the way that he did and thinking of others.
0: Wow, I love that. I was actually um, just stalking you guys and looking at looking at the set and it is so cute. First of all, <laughs> I I thought it was so sweet. Um, and just yeah, just a perfect addition to the home. But I love the way um, that you guys have this kind of tradition laid out of, of placing that piece of straw and just encouraging, like you're just saying families to really give um, and then almost see something come together because of that. So I guess, too, I'm just wondering, where um, where did this really come from? Where did this start? Um, I noticed that you guys had talked a little bit about um, growing up. You guys are sisters. Is this something that was really emphasized in your family during Christmas or just even year-round, just this idea of, of giving back?
2: Yeah, our parents were always really big on helping others and mm-hmm. looking for ways to show kindness and serve whether it was our mom dropping off dinner uh, helping somebody at church or us kind of doing the same. I remember raking leaves or doing Christmas trees for families in need. But how this came about for us now was we had these little children who were making a lot of Christmas lists as all little children do. And their lists, <laughs> their lists just kept getting longer. Hmm. And it, we just kind of felt like Christmas had become all about what they were going to get. Right. And so I remember having this moment where I was thinking about it and kind of pondering about it and thought, remembered a memory from my childhood, and it was actually a neighbor. And I remember being at her house, and she had this really small, simple manger out, and there was nothing around it, no Mary or Joseph, just this manger. And I said, well, what's that for? And she said, well, every time somebody does a kind deed or something nice for someone, we put a piece of straw in the manger, and we're trying to create a soft bed for the baby Jesus. And being a 10-year-old, I said, well, do you put a baby Jesus in at the end? And she's like, no. And then we ran away and played. And I never thought about it again <laughs> until flash forward when I'm 30, 30s, and I have my own five little children. Mm. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, that manger, I could do that in my home. So I got on the internet and searched Etsy and Google and everywhere, and there was no manger besides like a full-size manger. And I didn't need like an animal, right? In my- <laughs> Yeah. Middle of my family room, so I sent my husband out to the garage, and he made the first yummy manger. And oh wow, it just really transformed Christmas for us that year. From all my kids were little, so it was small and simple things that they would do, but their hearts really changed. Instead of thinking about what they could get and being good so they could get presents, we were just trying to help others and be good because that's who we want to be. That's who Jesus was, and who we want to be like Him.
0: So it really kind of all started there in our own homes. Wow, I love that. I think it's incredible, first of all, that you actually had this experience with somebody who did something similar and that's where it spurred on from. That is such an incredible story. Oh my gosh, I love it. Um, have you ever been able to like, how long did you live um, near this woman? Like, have you ever been able to contact her and be like, guess what? <laughs> we have this whole business based off of, you know, something that something that you inspired us about.
2: You know, it's funny that you say that because after talking to my mom about it later when I'm an adult, because I didn't talk to her about it when I was a child. Yeah. I remember talking to her about it and she's like, oh, yeah, that was like a really common tradition amongst like my friends at the time. We didn't have one in our home. But apparently like there was a whole generation that did this tradition and it was really quite common. So we even have quite a few people that message us and are like, oh, my gosh, I did this in my home growing up. I forgot about it. I'm so happy to have it in my home now with my children. So it's kind of fun to hear that. It's something that people share from their child and they can now share with their children.
0: I love that so much. It's funny, too, because my mom, all growing up, um, really, really emphasized, you know, the idea that, you know, Christmas is about Jesus, and it's not about the Christmas list, like you're saying. Um, And I think it's something that really, she really, um, not, I don't want to say struggled with, but really realized is how much of an emphasis there is on gifts and on those things, and it almost totally takes away, even in the church sometimes, um, kind of just remembering what christmas is really about so i know that she would love this i love this this is so sweet um and again like i said the set itself is so so precious i love that so much so let's jump into to um the idea of giving and i would love to hear from from either of you just kind of um your perspective on the importance of giving um I know, you know, especially around Christmas time. I think sometimes we we talk about it a little bit more. Um, but why, why, from your perspective, is it important? Why, why give back? You know. I think, especially
1: in the world we live in today, with all everything is so fast paced. Mm. There are yeah. so many distractions, and there is so little opportunity as a family to take the focus off of yourself and think of others because mm-hmm. you're at sports, you're doing this, you're playing a game. I mean, if there's just, you really have to make space for it in your life. It has to be a conscious decision that we're going to take time out of our day and think of others. And one of the things that is in the book that I think is so important is that the the way that they kind of get started with their giving manger is that the mom is modeling the behavior. Hmm. So they get this manger, their dad's like, we're going to give so many gifts this year. It's going to be so awesome. The kids are like, yes. And then there's just this wooden manger on the table. And they're like, "Mm, that kind (laughs) of (laughs) sucks. But what happens is the mom starts doing kind deeds for her kids. And it's funny because that's Mm. really how Allison of got her kids excited at first yeah. was like oh let me do your chores for you and let me do this for you and the kids saw that like that was such a gift wow. because she was giving up her time so that's why I think it's so important for kids to really understand that giving your time to people giving your focus it, it is such a gift And it, and so many of the things that our customers talk to us about and reach out and share with us It's just these beautiful conversations that they're able to have with their kids because they're really just taking time to put the focus on it.
0: Yeah, no, I love that so much. That's really, that's so beautiful. And like you said too, just taking the focus off of ourselves and putting it on somebody else. And I think it really initiates oftentimes a chain reaction, like you're saying, like when you are doing something nice for your kids and it kind of inspires them to do the same thing, whether it's in return or to somebody else. Um, And it's almost like those commercials you see where um, somebody does something nice and that same exact situation happens where somebody else will do something nice for somebody else. And and then everyone's having like this fantastic day because they've all been touched and then all given back in return. Um, So I, I love that. And I think it is so important, especially just around Christmas time to really reflect on, on what is important and not focusing because gifts are great, you know, but it really does, I think, cause us to become very just self-focused. And and that's not the point, A, of Christmas or B, just of life. You know, the Lord caused us to be thinking of others before ourselves. And, and I think this really just exemplifies that really well. Oh, we agree. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> <laughs> um, I noticed too on your site that you guys have, I, th- oh, correct me if I'm wrong, but something about like kind cards or something along those lines.
2: Yeah, we do have, we have those and they're called the kindness cards. And kindness how those cards. came about was we were getting messages after Christmas from families saying, we don't want to put our giving me away. Yeah. <laughs> we don't want the giving to end. And we're like, oh man, we got to help families come up with something that they can do kind of year round. That's not holiday specific. So we came up with this deck of 52 ideas. They're really simple things from hug somebody like you mean it, pray mm-hmm. for somebody, deliver a surprise dinner. So many simple and fun things that you can do together as a family or individually. And the great thing about them is they can be used year-round. They're not Christmas specific, but they're also a really great addition to the giving manger because they do just give you ideas for yeah. throughout the holiday season. If you have a moment where you're stuck and not sure how to give it's great to just pull a card and know what you can do
0: I know that's perfect I was actually going to ask you um, what are ways that you can encourage this and how you guys um, share this message year-round so that's that's so beautiful I really love that um, could you share with us and just encourage the listeners here even like and you brought some up but what are some of the very practical ways that people can um, be giving back and just be being kind to other people I think the important thing is trying to make it fun. Mm. So there's, you
1: can do things that are really, really simple. Like one thing that you can do is just holding the door for everybody all day, or you're, you focus on paying 10 genuine compliments. Um, you know, with COVID, everybody's wearing masks. So you can't really smile at each other. Right. But we had um, a little girl and the mom shared it's so fun to see what all of our customers do. And so she would just wave at everybody oh. all day and just see like the reaction wow. of being noticed, you know, because we're, we're kind of missing that connection yeah, right now.
0: Yeah.
1: And we do love to do fun, big things, too. We love surprises. Allison and I both, I mean, our kids, our kids are a little older now, too. So they do love a good surprise at someone's door right. where you can run away and hide and
0: see their reaction. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I love that. Yeah, one so thing we
2: actually have going this year that we are trying to really get um, everyone around us to do is there's so many people in nursing homes that are experiencing yeah. especially more loneliness this year with COVID and So we have some free um, printables on our website. They're coloring pages or a template for a letter where you can download it and fill it out, send it to us, or drop it off at your local nursing home. It's just simple things that only take a few minutes but really can brighten someone's day, especially around the holidays. And one other one Lisa mentioned was dropping stuff off, but Mm. we do love the poinsettia challenge, which is grabbing a $5 poinsettia at Walmart or your local store yeah. and drop it off, ring the doorbell and run. It could be a friend, a neighbor, or we even love to sometimes do it to complete strangers.
0: Wow. I love that. That must seriously make their day. I'm just imagining <clears throat> if somebody came up to me, you know, with one, I would just be glowing. And and I feel like, again, part of that is kind of the whole purpose, you know, that you are making people... Um, just so touched and so happy. I actually work, I do um, public relations and marketing for a nonprofit and they also have a retirement community. Um, So I am going to suggest that to the people in activities there to download those um, printables because that is so, that's so encouraging and so much fun. (laughs) Yes, please do. And we also have some other printables on our website that are
2: like free service lists. Um, just a bunch of different ideas of things you can do. And I think there's like three or four different ones you can download on there just to give you some ideas of ways you can give.
0: I I love that. I love that a ton. What would you say has been your favorite way um, or even if it is from the kindness cards, your favorite thing on there um, to give back? Like if you could say one thing that you're like, I love doing this again and again and again, um, that kind of idea.
1: I can share a little story with my son. He and Allison has started doing with her kids um, this little bit too, but we were, um, we were traveling for Christmas, which I know a lot of people won't be doing this year, but you know, it's super duper stressful And you kind of go into it with a little, I think everybody's just kind of trying to get through the day. And we had some candy canes left and we were going to be gone. So my son said, Mom, grab the candy canes and we can hand them out to the people at the airport. And I was like, oh, yes, this is going to be awesome. I'm imagining all the little kids' faces who are maybe throwing a tantrum and now they have a candy cane. But when we get to the airport, my son starts handing out candy canes to all the workers. And it was the sweetest thing you've ever seen. Because these people were, they don't expect anything. They're dealing with screaming people all day. Yeah. We're all just trying to get through the day. Right. But I will tell you, that was the least stressful travel day of my life. Because I wasn't focused at all on myself. I was literally only focused on like, oh, look, there's there's someone changing the garbage. or. It was so much fun. We laughed so hard and we still giggle about it. We still talk about like that funny day at the airport and how like the people were like brought to tears because you handed them a tiny little candy cane. But I love that element of surprise with people. It's so magical to like see their face when you do something for them. So giving really does, it becomes
0: like, you just want to do more and more and more. Yeah, I love that you use the word magical. That's really sweet. And I love to, um, just say you were talking about how the day itself then became not as stressful and I think that's so true like when we focus on others and and giving and even just gratitude how the day itself begins to shift and not only are we blessing somebody else but it really just does start to change um our perspective and and even our attitude or whatever it is on the inside and I love just love that you said that and brought that up Well, you guys, thank you so much for hopping on this podcast. I loved chatting with the both of you and it was so great to have you on. And I absolutely adore um, your business and the mission behind it. Where can the listeners um, find you, whether it's on social media or what your website is, where can they get a giving manger (laughs) Um, and, and also these kindness cards?
2: Yeah. So we are on Instagram and we love um, having people using the giving manger all around the world, sharing what they're doing. So it's a great Mm -hmm. place to look for resources of ideas and different things like that. So that's at the giving manger and our website is www.thegivingmanger.com. And you can buy through our website or it's available on Amazon. If you're looking to get it kind of quickly so you can have it for as long as possible this year, we always say it's never too late to start even if it's just a week of giving, it can still completely change your Christmas.
0: Oh, I love that so much. I really, I fully believe that. I feel like it would just change the season and Christmas as a whole. And I'm definitely going to hop on <laughs> and get those and the the kindness cards. I really love that idea a lot. Mm-hmm. You guys, wasn't that such a sweet conversation with my new friends, Allison and Lisa? I just wanted to let you know, too, that if you are interested in getting the Giving Manger, like they said, you can go on their site or on Amazon if you're interested in the kindness cards. I personally am going to go pick up one of each. I'm so excited and just love their mission um, so much. But I'm also going to leave the link in the show notes just so you can have easy access to it. And yeah, I hope that you guys enjoyed this episode as much as I did and that it gave you just a refresh perspective on, um, celebrating Jesus this season and, and giving back and giving to other people as, as we are just so surrounded by a world that is, um, especially during this time, very focused on gifts and ourselves. So I hope this was an encouragement to you. I know it was for me and I cannot wait to chat with you next time. Thanks for listening.